everyone, this is Claray Baca, and you're listening to I Know You Hear Me Podcast with Quinn Hendricks. Are you needing some decals made? Maybe some vinyl or monograms? Then you need to go check out my wife's Etsy shop at Decals by Kins. That's K-Y-N-S. Go over to Etsy.com slash shop slash Decals by Kins, and you can check that in the show notes as well and see what she's done for other people and see what she can do for you. And I'm speaking from experience here. All of my water bottles, my protein bottles, they all have something that she's printed and put on there, and those things last. So if you need something like that for a gift, for your family, for your kids, or even for yourself go check out what she can do for you and as a special treat for my listeners if you use the promo code flynn that's f-l-y-n-n she's even going to get you 10 percent off your order now you can't beat that so go check it out and see what she can do for you and i know you hear me bro 10 seconds, Ten seconds till curtain yep. going I'm live the intro could you imagine if you said 10 seconds till you're going dead <laughs> god i hope not Isn't, wouldn't that be the other option all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. This is the I Know You Hear Me podcast here at the ICC5 podcast stage. And we have got the man himself. You know him as Mitchell Ellison from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is my pleasure to have on the show with us, Mr. Jeffrey Cantor. My thank you. Say, yeah. I, 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 oh, you guys. Finally, somebody said his name you guys, right. Finally, somebody said my name right. Thank you. And of course, you. along with us. Uh, I, I love you too. Along with us, we got my producer, Just Jeff, and then we got Micah from the Eclectic Collective podcast, so we got a full table here. And full table. We got a lot to jump into. Uh, Jeffrey, how's your weekend been so far at I, This has been a great weekend, you know. Uh, I mean, we are in, I, I, I still I have to preface, I came into this room and, and it says ham, honey. Yeah. We, so we were having a discussion before the podcast started, so if anybody who's listening or watching knows what ham, honey is, uh, please let me know. Um, I'm I'm in the the room with the uh, other actors. Um, so it's been a great it's been a great time. I think you know the the it's it's so much bigger. Absolutely. You know, um, last year it was a little crowded. Although I happened to ended up I ended up loving where I was. Right. I was right. seeing people I'd never seen before and mm-hmm. who wouldn't come and see see me necessarily. And so I I loved last year. Um, but this year I, I think. You know, it's, it's it's like grown exponentially, and it's oh, been terrific. Yeah. In our room, also, you know, we had all the other Daredevil people. Yep, and that's an exciting thing because we've got all you guys here today. I believe y'all did a panel earlier today. Uh, just Charlie and Vincent. Just, okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, and it made sense. Right. That Deborah Ann and Royce and I. Um, there's been no discussion whether we're coming back yeah. or not, and those two are definitely in it. Makes sense. They're also much more famous than we are. So, like, that's a, a bigger draw anyway. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm more charming, but they are more famous. And so. you were also a very talented musician because your band oh, Conman was playing last you night, know, So that's been very interesting. So you, you asked me about the weekend, and when I got here, I would say 80% of the comments were, so are you playing? And here I am. I'm in, like, the music capital of the world. I'm a hack. Let's be really clear. I, I'm an okay singer. who lo- I love to do it. It's a great right, hobby. right. You pick up a rock and you have a professional guitar player. Like, it's just absurd, the musicianship of, of uh, Lee's band. They are so good, um, even if they chose the wrong key for, for Moondance. Um, it, it was, <laughs> hey, they did. But that's, they are so talented. Um, Absolutely, yeah. So I, I think I'm an okay singer, but I, um, I love doing it. And we had a, a great time uh, like we did last year. Absolutely. And that's one of the highlights for me. But obviously, clearly be like, I don't know if I see you or anything, but you sound great. It's like, okay. <laughs> well, guys, I've got something specific that I want to talk to Jeffrey about. Do y'all have any questions before we no, deep dive, dive into no, that? No, no, no. Dive into so, it. So, 
Jeffrey, I know we talked yesterday briefly uh, when we found out we were going to be doing this interview, and you mentioned something very specific and something that's very near and dear to my heart that involves mental health and a project that you are now working on called Talking Out Loud. Do right. you want to tell us a bit yeah, about that? Yeah, so all, all joking aside, um, back in uh, 2012, 2012-2013, uh, um, I was working with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention with mm -hmm. uh, Joanne Harpel who's the world's leading specialist in suicide bereavement. Right. So people who've lost someone, it's called post-bension. So if you've lost someone to suicide, uh, those people struggle tremendously. And, and um, so moving forward, uh, she's been wanting to do something with youth. So we, we did right. a project with adults um, in, in uh, I think we were out in California. And so she tried to do it with AFSP and they, they, they wouldn't bite. And so she left them and we've been working together. So we put together this project, Talking Out Loud, and I did the branding and I named it. And I took five kids with a facilitator and their parents were in another room watching. Right. And the kids shared their stories about their suicide loss. One lost uh, parent, uh, two lost parent, one a mother, one a father, one mm -hmm. lost uh, kind of a stepfather, um, and two others lost. Uh, uh, siblings and um, you know a, a million kids a year lose a loved one to suicide and there's nothing for young people so there's tons of support for, for grown-ups absolutely yeah. Tons of support. Mm -hmm. yeah um, but kids first of all are, are less likely to talk about it in the first place right um, and there's like if you if you're at a school and you they find out your dad died and it was a, a heart attack or a car accident bake sale right and, right and memorial services Suicide, there's so much shame still it's around stigma, it. You know, nobody wants to touch that. Exactly right. So, um, so this was what Joanne wanted to do, and, and we were in the middle of uh, post-production, and it's going to have a screening in New York City oh, that's uh, awesome. down at, um, in Tribeca uh, the last Saturday of November. And then we're going to stream it, and we're going to have different versions, and we have some um, interviews with uh, with. Um, the kids that are a little longer form that you can have access to. And, Absolutely. Um, it's going to be free for schools and clergy and, you know, uh, doctors and yeah. um, healthcare professionals. So um, we're hoping that it makes a difference. Uh, I can tell you that it made, I mean, I, so when you direct something like that, you know, you're, you're just listening and, and watching. Right, right. And when we finished, we um, sort of got together in a circle and I was thanking everybody because the kids were amazing and the parents were amazing and mm -hmm. the crew, like the crew, like, can you imagine spending an hour and a half listening to kids talking about suicide loss? Yeah. Like, that's heavy stuff. Mm -hmm. I can yeah. imagine. Yeah. And so we had a little talk and I, I got all weepy and I don't, I'm not a crier and, uh, um, but kids who are suffering, it, it really, it's a, it's a problem for me and uh, it should be a problem for everybody. Right. I and, agree. and you know, what's also interesting, like, we, you know, everyone talks about bullying, right? That kids take their own life because of bullying. No. Yeah. That's, that's a bit of a myth around that. Bullying sucks. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not advocating yeah. bullying. And, right, right. right. But, but bullying itself is not a reason why kids take their own life. Um, there's usually it's underlying mental illness. But, yeah. But there's even more for those kids who are struggling themselves than there are for kids who are left behind. And once you're left behind, you are at more of a risk. Yeah. Because, you, especially if you don't have a support system. So we're trying to just show the kids you're not alone. Other kids have dealt with this issue before, and and it's okay to talk about it, and it's okay to ask them about it. And these parents, so these are all kids with their parents, and these losses weren't like yesterday. These losses were like some 
we were like two years and some were like six months. Right. All of the parents, 201, heard things they'd never heard before. Can you imagine being a parent and not being able to talk to your kid because you don't yeah. know what your kid needs, but you're also suffering your own loss. Mm -hmm. it, it, was, it was a profound experience. I'll be happy to share it with, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll share cards and uh, I'll sure. share it with, with whomever likes. Uh, it's rethinktheconversation.org if you're interested in this. Uh, thinking, uh, talking out loud is the name of the project, and um, uh, I hope it's meaningful. Uh, I, I hope you don't need it. Right. 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 I really hope you don't need it. But if you need it, or if you know somebody, and also please, if you know somebody who's struggling themselves, um, there is that. It, it's nine eight eight now is the suicide yes. hotline, the international suicide hotline. Please, if you're struggling, you know somebody who's struggling. A, it's okay to ask. It's actually important to ask, and um, and. Please, you know, know that that number yeah. is available. I mean, it, I, it all comes down to we'd rather have somebody ask and still be here as opposed to the alternative because right. it, mm -hmm. it impacts more people than that person probably realizes. Oh, yeah. You know, just today, just today somebody asked, um, a, a, he was a vet who's doing a press thing. And we're, we were talking and he was, you know, it always comes out, right, that somebody starts talking about it. And when he told me he had tried to take his own life, like, you know because that's what the army does, and he, what saved right. him was Star Wars. Like, having a passion for something saved him. So all of a sudden, well, I, I work in this field, whatever. So, um, you know, you, you don't know, you don't know what people are going through yeah. ever. Um, and um, you have to be available. And if you're available, people will talk to you. Um, Absolutely. So I think uh, that's, yeah, so thanks for bringing that oh, up. Of it, course, it, of course. It's a very important project. We've been editing it for about seven months it's hard to edit understand this kind of stuff it's like yeah. like every time i edit i have to sit through it like, yeah oh, i can only imagine yeah and just out of curiosity how do you process that when you are going through that because that's heavy stuff that you're constantly that's re a really, revisiting that's a really good question i um i was a social worker for three years at a long term oh, wow. care facility okay. and then i also did a commercial for kleenex um, where i was the good listener and i traveled the country and, and did about 800 interviews and that's how I ended up getting involved with um, AFSP, uh, because Joanne asked me to, to work with them. I think being an actor probably is helpful, mm -hmm. and having been a social worker is probably helpful. Absolutely. In that you, um, as an actor, you're forced to be non-judgmental. Right. But to be empathetic, you can't judge. You can't judge the characters you're doing, and so you really have to step into somebody else's shoes, right? So if you if you if your body and brain and soul have practiced that, if that's your practice in your work, I think it's a little easier to be able to hear things that are really difficult, process them intelligently. It still makes you sad. It's Absolutely. hard, but but I, I have a little more access, I think. And having been a social worker, I have I did it for three years, you know, yeah. professionally. So. Um, but it is hard, like I, I can tell you, like, like I'll watch that for like three hours trying to edit and I'll just have to stop. And I think that's why it's taking so long. Yeah. It took, it took much less time with the grown-ups. I'm not sure why. Right, and I think it's just the innocence of the children with them being so young. Maybe because, that's it. I mean, we can all relate in some way to an adult that's, you know, suffering through something because we all have our frustrations in this crazy world we live in, but it's always, the innocence of the children, we try to protect them from that or keep them away from all these negative things. But when you see that they're going through that, it just, it, it hardens that blow so much yeah, more. Yeah, I think you're right. The other thing is, 
I'm sorry that this is really not a big ICC conversation, but I think it's uh, an important no. one. No, don't. So we, we did this, uh, Deborah talked about her. Oh, good. Her, okay. her, so her you, husband's. Right. And he's Deborah's just amazing. Um, so here's the interesting thing about the kids is this, that they, um, all of their experiences are very different, right? So one kid is like, like if you lose your dad, and this wasn't these kids, but, but this came up, like one kid lost his father. So his mother is suffering and struggling herself. Right. Sibling's struggling himself. He's left behind, he's struggling. Who's he gonna talk to about it? He doesn't wanna make his mom feel bad, she yeah. already feels bad, but also he's now the man of the house. Like what? Like to go from being the kid to the man of the house and have no one to talk to, you have to actually put on even a bigger shell. Yeah, right. right? And, and clearly, you know, people, a lot of people take their own lives, mask that. Everybody says, yes. it came out of the blue. It's like, I promise you, it did not come out of the blue. You just never noticed it because they, 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 they mask. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, so each kid had such a significantly different experience of their loss than the other ones. Lots of shared things, of course. Yeah, right? of course. Whereas grown-ups, when they lose somebody, they're, like, they're already in a caretaking position. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so they process it a little more adeptly. Yeah. Not, not all of them. I mean, right, there's all whole right. thing called complicated grief where people who lose somebody are like seriously at risk and they can't get over it. Um, losing a child, I think, is, yeah. is really, really tough. But losing a parent when you're really, really young and being put in a position where you have to take over their role. Yeah. You know, so, um, you know, to, to your point earlier, I, I think it was also that that um, is so difficult because there is, it's not like there's some solution. Right. It's like, I, I, okay. I know I'm in Tennessee. I just gotta say, I'm just gonna give some numbers, right? Half the gun deaths in the United States, yep. suicides. Half the suicide in the United States, gun deaths. Yep. Actually more, more. More people die by suicide than they do of breast cancer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's only, the, the largest organization, AFSB is the largest organization that deals with suicide loss and awareness and prevention. They are about an $11 million company. How much money is spent on breast cancer? Yeah. Oh. Right? Billions. Yeah. Billions, Billions, right? And so you're talking about the same number of people who die, 10, 11, 12, 13 million dollars versus billions of dollars. And, and it's, so we're, there's still so much stigma around mental health, yeah. to your point, you know, time out. But it's, you know, the, so in, until, until this country starts to really take it seriously, and, and people who say, well, no, people kill people, people are killing themselves, not guns. Right. There is all the evidence shows if you take away the means, the most effective means of killing yourself, you'll save lives. There's no argument there. That's what the science shows. Yep. So more men, more men actually take their own lives because yes. more men use more lethal means. Women are catching up. Right. Just so you know, women are catching up. More women attempt. Anyway, so this is a really fun conversation. Yeah. But I mean, it's <laughs> but, but, no, I mean, hey, it's super but, important. But it, it, you say you know we we talk try to talk, you know, Marvel and all right. the, the fun stuff, but sometimes this stuff is what needs to be taught. Sometimes you have to take the sunglasses off right. and show what you really right. need, you know. It has to be, without awareness, then there's nothing. Absolutely. If, yeah. if you can't talk about it, then someone going down that road who needed it, right. maybe us talking about it yeah. will That'll solve that problem. And, 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 and you know, it doesn't always have to be about the fun of, of course and, not. And adventures, I, I, um, and I, I love what everything we've been talking about today yeah. has been amazing. Yeah, so, so, as, 
so I'm, I'm Jewish, and, and there's a, a notion in Judaism that if you save one life, you've saved the world. So if one person has heard this and is, is willing to get help or willing to talk to somebody or, or willing to share or talk to somebody else, um, you know, then, then to your point, we've, we've done something good and important. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I've noticed too, especially as I've started this podcast and grown in the acting and wrestling worlds, in those specific areas with creative types, you know, that tends to be, you know, if somebody's struggling with mental health and they don't discuss it, suicide often tends to be something that they lean towards or they have attempted, and it's not something that people were welcoming to talk about. So the fact that we're able to talk about this now and kind of break that stigma and do something to help yeah. somebody, it's, it's an absolutely wonderful thing. I, I can tell you some, some positive news is so for the longest time, suicide was the one death rate that continued to go up every year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of fear that during pandemic, it was going to be the worst year ever. Right, right. right? And actually, there's a lot more discussion about it. But what they found was the rate did not go up. I'm not saying that there's some sort of panacea of like, we should have more, <laughs> we should have more pandemics than people <laughs> right. in life. But, but what I'm saying is the rate not going up but more people talking about it did show that there's one positive aspect is that there is more of a willingness for people to seek help. Um, but but it is it is way behind, right? And if you imagine, are we, are we wrapping up close? No, no, no. Okay. no. I, I mean, if you You imagine, can talk as long as you great. want. Great, so, so for instance, if you have coronary artery disease, you're gonna get a heart attack. If you have brain ill health, let's not call it mental illness, yeah. brain ill health, the worst, the worst outcome, the worst outcome is suicide. Yes. But the symptomatology of an unhealthy brain is the willingness to take your own life, right? We're the only animal that does that. It is not instinctual. Right. And so, you know, when they do more research and they actually start figuring that out, great. Until then, getting rid of the most effective means I would advocate is probably a really, 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 really good idea. I absolutely yeah. agree because it's been hitting way too close to home more often than not yeah. and you see it way too much. Well, and even a lot, of the, a lot of the killings like these, you know, the, the, the shootings that are happening in schools and stuff are actually glamorized suicides. Like a lot of those kids yeah. are looking to take their own life. You know, or even the grown-ups who are, who, are, who are on rampages. Like right. they, they want some sort of glorified way of going out. Absolutely, and it's, so. it's sad that it comes to that point, but like you mentioned too, they sometimes maybe they don't know how to express what they've been you know, traumatized right. with or going through, and if they had that option, that could have been a completely different scenario altogether. Absolutely, yep. Absolutely. Anyway, so that's that topic. But yes, yeah, it's, it's very, very important to me. I'm very proud of the work we're doing. And I, I thank you for going down yeah, that road. Absolutely. Yeah, Because that had to take some courage for you to take that step to be like, yes, I'll take this project on and I'll direct it Thank and you. I'll help it. I mean, that's that's got to be a big step. Yeah, I mean, I've, as I said, I was I was working with them, you know, with grownups. Um, so uh, I, I, I'm I've been in it for a while. I'm a, I'm a very informed layperson around the topic. Yeah. Um, which uh, I, I don't mind. You know, I, I think it's um, I get to do what I love to do. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm in the rare position where I, I, I get to have fun and do what I like to do. And uh, I, I, I like, it's hard, but I like the yeah. work, but I also feel like I'm providing a service. Absolutely, and I think it's completely awesome that you're using your, your status and your celebrity to bring awareness to these things and invest behind it too. It just, it just opens the door to like people that are afraid to speak out about it, having a medium to do so because mm -hmm. people care. And it brings attention to it. It's and can you give us the website one more yeah, time? It, it's, yeah, it's rethinktheconversation.org. 
and I will have that in show notes as well. That Great. way, if people want to click the link and support, check it out. That's all going to be. Thank there you so much. Well. Yeah, there's a donation page. Awesome. On the, on yeah. The so let's make awesome. that happen. Let's bring more awareness to it, and let's just let these people know that we care and that there are other alternatives besides that as well. So. Great. I think it's an absolutely amazing thing. That Thanks so much. Thanks for, for raising it. Of course. And thank you for taking the time to be here. As of course. Well. So Always a pleasure. Awesome to see you again this year. And as our crowd is saying, we love you. Oh, <laughs> I love you. My <laughs> favorite person to come on our show. Absolutely. Well, uh, uh, thank you. Because I get his name wrong every time. That's why we had to do it instead of me. <laughs> And guys, in all seriousness, thank you for tuning in again. Thanks for coming out to ICC this weekend. We got one more day of it. Jeffrey's going to be here. Go by his table. Get a photo. Get an autograph. Have some fun. Come and nerd out and be amongst your people. I, I'm much funnier at my table than I am. <laughs> and usually I'm pretty freaking funny at the podcast. Oh, no. Right? Right. Like, like, like usually like we have a hoot, you know? Right. Yeah. No. Uh, this is important, but it, it wasn't it, funny. Yeah. Right. Sometimes it doesn't always have to be funny. It doesn't always no. have to be funny. That is correct. Sometimes you got to be serious, and it's hard for me because I'm a funny guy. You are. Yeah. I tried. Well, I used to be. You used you to used tell to me I was funny, funny all the time. <laughs> Jim, <laughs> Jim, drop me my sound effect. All week. Please. All week, ladies and gentlemen. Drop me my sound effect. That's for you. You heard my feelings. <laughs> All of a sudden, this took a turn, didn't it? <laughs> well, guys, this is going off the rails in a good way, but we're going to go ahead and call it right here. Come out to ICC and have some fun. And if you're already here, get to Jeffrey's table. Please come to my table. Up. It's yep. a nice yep. table. We're earring. A twins. funny table. I, 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 I have music at my table. He does. <laughs> he does. So, guys, come out, have some fun. Go see Jeffrey. Support a great cause. And just get out and be amongst your people. So, guys, thank you all for being thank up you. here. Pleasure. Thanks, everybody, for checking this See out. See you next year. See you next yep. year for sure. Same name. Yes. Same name, same time. And I know you hear me. All right, everybody. The I Know You Hear Me podcast is a presentation of Flynn Hendricks Enterprises. We thank you for tuning in this week, and we hope you'll check out our sponsors and advertisers. Make sure you check us out next week as we come back at the same time with another awesome episode.